0: you may not get um, a, a professional job anyway.
1: Joan Williams argues that these class differences, rooted not just in economic hardship but in psychological shame and cultural humiliation, play out in politics. When we come back, we'll explore different theories about why the white working class tipped the 2016 presidential election to Donald Trump. I'm Shankar Vedantam, and you're listening to Hidden Brain. This is NPR. Support for Hidden Brain comes from South Dakota Tourism. Outdoor adventure is around every corner in South Dakota. Hike through a maze of canyons, buttes, and rocky pinnacles in Badlands National Park. Ride an ATV through the Black Hills. See the 60-foot faces of Mount Rushmore carved into the iconic Black Hills. Retrace the footsteps of Lewis and Clark as you follow the flow of the mighty Missouri River. Wind down Needles Highway on a scenic drive through jagged granite spires and pine-covered peaks. Get in touch with your wild site. In Custer State Park, see bighorn sheep, elk, and more than 1,400 bison roam 71,000 acres of wilderness. Examine the crystal-lined walls of Jewel Cave, one of the longest caves in the world. Wide-open spaces are waiting for you to explore in South Dakota. When you're ready to get out and road trip again, go great places. Learn more at TravelSouthDakota.com. This is Hidden Brain. I'm Shankar Vedantam. We're talking with Joan Williams, a law professor at the University of California, Hastings College of the Law. She's also the author of the book, White Working Class, overcoming class cluelessness in America. Trump is different because he doesn't have to answer to any any donors. And he
0: said everything I've always dreamed someone would say.
1: So in 2016, uh, a New York billionaire comes along and tells the white working class they're going to be forgotten no more. How, do, how does the story that you tell intersect with the rise of Donald Trump?
0: I think the most important insight into why the white working class broke so strongly for Donald Trump, particularly in these left-behind areas, um, is epitomized by a sign that said, we voted with our middle finger. Donald Trump is their middle finger. Um, They see the warts in Donald Trump that anybody with eyes sees, but I think that they voted for him and they have been so loyal to him because that's what he is for them. He is a big fuck you to the elites in the United States, and he's really effective at that. Now, that is why these middle-class guys are, are very, very loyal to Trump. He is not as popular among blue-collar women or women in blue-collar families. So there's that sense of not being able to be a full man because you couldn't get that blue-collar breadwinner job and because you've been insulted by lots of cultural artifacts.
1: A lot has been written about the white working class since the 2016 election, Joan. And I would say there are two main lines of argument. The first that's espoused by you and researchers like Arlie Hochschild, whom we previously featured on Hidden Brain, is that Trump was white working class America's response to years of humiliation and neglect. But there's also another theory, and it goes all the way back to Archie Bunker.
2: In American history lesson, you don't know nothing about Lady Liberty. Standing there in a the harbor with her torch on high screaming out to all the wall of nations in of a world, send me your poor, your deadbeats, your filthy. <laughs> and all the nations sent them in here. They come swarming in like ants. Your Spanish PRs from the caribou in there. Your Japs, your Chinamans, your Crouch and your Hebes, and your living spanks. All of them come in here and they're all free to live in their own separate sections. <laughs> Where they feel safe and they'd bust your head if you go in there. (laughs) That's what makes America great, buddy. So, Joan,
1: how much does racial resentment or xenophobia explain the political choices of the white working class?
0: Uh, I think the economic deprivation, the class culture gap, and the racial anxiety